Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Jack from the Horrible Movie Podcast. Each week, producer Phil, a guest, and I watch a horrible theater-released movie. We record our conversation, and then we tear that movie to shreds. We keep it family-friendly, so gather the family around the old smartphone, laptop, or tablet and join in on the fun. Just like all the great Studio DNA podcasts, find the Horrible Movie Podcast at Spreaker.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts can be found. Remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Previously on Sports Yak. All right, kiddos. Time to gather around the old smartphone and lean in. It's time for Chuck Freebie's Sportscasters Camp. Lesson number one. Very simple. You record yourself, and then you play it back. And what happens if invariably somebody will say i hate how my voice sounds to which the response is well if you do think of what the listener would think from south bend indiana you know what it's at i don't it's sports yak with Corey man and chuck freebie i'm the booth announcer jim shorts And away we go with episode 69 on this March the 4th, 2019. Newt Rockney's birthday. Happy birthday to the legendary Irish coach. But episode 69 will be known as the Jared Allen episode, the former Minnesota Vikings pass rusher. I learned a few things about Newt Rockney this morning getting ready for our morning show. Yeah. Born in Norway. Did Mm -hmm. not know that. Uh, Worked at the post office. Saved up enough money himself to go to Notre Dame. Yes. Graduated with a degree in uh, pharmacy. Was a chemistry professor at Notre Dame when he was hired. Really? Yes. Lifeguard at Cedar Point. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, what was he best known for as a coach? Was there something that he, kind of his thing? Well, the the Gipper speech. Mm-hmm. He was known as a tremendous motivator. We're going inside him. We're going outside him. Inside him, outside him. And when we get him on the run once, we're going to keep him on the run. And we're not going to pass unless our secondary comes up too close. But don't forget, man, we're going to get him on the run. We're going to go, 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 go. And we aren't going to stop until we go to our goal line. Don't forget, man, today is the day we're going to win. They can't lick it. And from the black out of the goal, the first whistle of the man win there. Fight, 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 fight. What do you say, man? An innovator. Uh, he basically went from this box formation. If you watch the movie George Gipp, All-American, okay. starring Ronald Reagan, former president of the United States, you will see that Rockney was inspired by watching the precision movement of the Rockettes at Radio City Music Hall. Instituted some of that movement into his backfield in order to deceive the other team as to where the ball was going. Let's start with college basketball. Okay. So 103-66, the Irish had no problems with Virginia. They get the number one seed for the ACC tournament, which is this weekend. And Notre Dame will play Friday against the winner of North Carolina, Georgia Tech. The way the bracket 
falls out. Notre Dame will have motivation in every game it plays. And you say, well, of course they do because they want to win the ACC tournament. Well, yes. But let's say the the seeds hold up. Mm-hmm. The number eight seed is the first team that Notre Dame would play in the quarterfinals. And that's North Carolina who beat them during the regular season. So let's say they get past that game and they play the number four seed in the semifinals. That's Miami who beat Notre Dame in the regular season. And then if they get to the finals, they'll play Louisville, who they can't stand. Therefore, they'll have motivation there. On the other side of the basketball, the men's team. Oof. Oof-duh. 75-61, the Irish fall to Louisville. They shot 38%. They got out-rebounded 49-30. to They're just, there's no nice way to say this. There's just They're just not good. Uh, John Mooney is good. He had his 18th double-double of the year. Prentice Hub is getting better. You know, you can see light at the end of the tunnel, but for this season, you get the feeling that Mike Bray just wants this to end. Yeah. And and I can't blame him because I think everybody else feels the same way. While Notre Dame was losing uh, over the weekend, big wins for Indiana, Purdue, yes. and Michigan. IU beats Michigan State for the second time this year. They score the final seven points of the game. Win it 63-62. They were down by 11 in the second half. Came back to win it. And now, Indiana has so many wins against top teams that despite their lackluster record being just a game above five hundred, Mm-hmm. You can still make a very good argument for them being one of the top 64 teams and making the NCAA tournament. Here's the rarity of rarities. Purdue fans were rooting for Indiana because that opens the door for the Boilermakers to take first place in the Big Ten, and they storm through it. They absolutely (laughs) annihilate Ohio State at Mackey Arena. And so here's Purdue, a team that lost to Notre Dame, a team that was six and five at one point of the year, they are now twenty-two and seven, and a one-game lead over Sparty in the Big Ten, half-game lead over Michigan, because Michigan won yesterday on the road at Maryland. Not easy to do. Beat the Terps sixty-nine, sixty-two. All five starters in double figures. Ignis Brastikis leading the way with 21 points for John Beeline's crew. Good morning again, everybody. This is Derek coming to you from Big and Tall Outlet in Elkhart, Indiana. It is super cold out this morning in Michiana, and I wanted to make you aware of a sale that we have going on some MLB Ultra Streak hoodies. We have three teams available in this hoodie that's available on the sale. We have the Chicago Cubs, the St. Louis Cardinals, and the Cleveland Indians. These are available at fanatics.com for $99.99. We would typically sell them for $49.99, which is half price, but we have a sale going right now for $39.99. So under $40, get an amazing pullover, 100% polyester MLB hoodie. These are available on our website, bigandtalloutlet.com, and also available in our store at 1333 South Napanee Street in Elkhart. You all have a wonderful day. Please stay warm, and we look forward to serving you in the future. Let's go high school basketball over the weekend. Big weekend of high school basketball Sectional champions were crowned. We'll start in 4A. Penn had its hands full on Saturday night with John Adams. In fact, the Eagles had a one-point lead with three minutes to go. 
before Penn rallies for a 63-60 win. So Noah Applegate, your boy Drew Lutz, Bo Ludwig, head to the regional this week, and they'll take on the Chesterton Trojans, a surprising 35-30 winner over Valparaiso, taking a potential Mr. Basketball and Brandon Newman out of the picture. Great defense by the Trojans over the weekend. So it's Penn and Chesterton in the first game at Michigan City this weekend, a game you can see on TV 46 on Saturday. Oh, I used to love Chesterton. They had the Wizard of Oz Festival there. Yes, indeed. That, that no longer exists. Second game over at Michigan City, we'll have Munster taking on Northridge. The Raiders sweep through Northside Gym and get the win on Saturday night after a, a tight and tense victory over Plymouth in a game you saw on the 46th game of the week Friday night. They beat Plymouth 58-57, had an easier time down in Warsaw on Saturday. So Scott Radiker in his first year at the helm at Northridge takes that team over to the regional at Michigan City to take on a Munster team that will be the favorite. Plymouth tried to call timeout. Apparently they were out of timeouts when they tried to do that. And the official just ignored the timeout call. Had he granted the timeout call, he would have had to assess a technical foul two shots, and the ball for Northridge. So, it, Yeah, you guys slowed it down, and he, he called the timeout within the right time, but they were all out of timeouts. Right. Okay. Downstate is still the hotbed for high school basketball attendance. Go on. Newcastle has the largest gym not only in the state, but in the, in the world for high school basketball. Okay. They seat over 9,000 people. They had the state's leading scorer, Luke Brown from Blackford, down there playing Delta on Friday night. And Delta's ranked number one in Class 3A. And there were 10,000 people in the gym for a high school basketball game. 10,000. It's a massive, I have been there. beautiful yep. arena. They play the Hall of Fame Classic there. I remember that floor. Every year. And uh, from what I'm told, great place to watch a game. I'm still partial to Northside Gym up here. Love that place. And probably had about 3,500 to 4,000 in the house on Friday for the semifinals. And then Jimtown had a very good crowd on Saturday night to see Culver Academy and Marion. Culver Academy wins that game. So Trey Galloway, Ethan Britton Watts, Deontay Craig, the defending state champs, roll on into the South Bend Washington Regional this weekend. And they'll be heavy favorites to come out of there. Tippecanoe Valley gets the win down at the Wawasee sectional. Chad Patrick's team, remarkable turnaround from last year. They only won five games last year. They've won 15 this year. But now they have to play number one Delta hmm. in the regional down at Marion. So that's going to be a handful. 2A Westview cruises through its sectional. They beat Prairie Heights by 17. The Warriors go down to North Judson this weekend and uh, do battle down there. Michigan City Marquette will be on the other side of that bracket. I believe Marquette plays Andrean in the first game at North Judson on Saturday. And then in 1A, Argus, nice story there. Gordon Mawson gets Argus's first sectional win in a long, long time. And the Dragons meet Covenant Christian, all four teams in that regional, ranked in the top 10 of Class 1A. Last week I was in your office, either Wednesday or Friday. There was a little bit of buzz going around. The new classes came out of... We we didn't talk about that at all. Should we touch on that? We can. Uh, Enrollment figures came out, oh, a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. The IHSA also has a thing called the success factor. 
So teams, if you do well enough in the tournament two straight years, they bump you up a class. Oh, okay. okay. So they have to take those into consideration. So when you see a team is, say, 64th in enrollment, lots of times that might put you in one particular class, but because of the success factor, you might drop down a class below. Okay. So Mishawaka last year was in class 4A, but their enrollment has gone up, and they're now 61st in the state, so they move into 5A for football. And that will put them in the sectional more than likely with teams like Concord, Elkhart Central, Elkhart Memorial. Is that a goal for them, Chuck? I mean, is that that good news for them? Um, I think that would get mixed reviews. Their sectional was very difficult last year in 4A. Mm Mm-hmm. They might look at their sectional as slightly easier in 5A, although I'm not sure about that. Elkhart Central is certainly a program that's on on the up-and-coming. Concord has been strong traditionally. But here's the thing about that is Elkhart Central and Elkhart Memorial are only going to be in that sectional for one year because their, their schools combine in 2020, and that enrollment will move them up to 6A. Mm. and bounce Valparaiso from 6A to 5A. Okay. Uh, Other schools that moved in enrollment, South Bend, Washington, its enrollment has been dropping. They'll go down to Class 3A now. Gets them out of that sectional with St. Joe, last year New Prairie, Mishawaka, but it puts them in a sectional with Marion, Jimtown, teams like that. Uh We'll see how Todd Samich does as the head coach at Washington and and whether that is – I would think that's a helpful move for them, but we'll have to wait and see. Fairfield is a team that drops from 3A to 2A. Matt Thacker trying to rebuild that program. Didn't have a lot of guys out for football last year. They went winless for the season. Dropping to 2A should help them a little bit in terms of being able to compete. Football only. That was just football. They do this for other sports too. And they will do it for basketball, but they're not going to they're not going to make any announcements about next year's basketball while this year's tournament is going sure. on. Then the other thing you have to look at, Corey, is how everybody gets lined up for the sectionals. So if you've got teams moving in and out, mm-hmm. you know, Mishawaka was 4A, they're 5A now. Washington was 4A, they're 3A now. That's two teams that just got eliminated from a sectional. So they'll reshuffle the deck, and they'll say oh, they'll realign the sectionals, and everybody kind of pays attention to okay, now what does the new sectional look like? We won't know that until probably the end of April. Okay. So if you have uh, enrollment going up in Mishawaka, that means more than likely the basketball team will move up. Could very possibly they were yeah. Well, they're already in 4A in basketball. Oh, okay. See, okay. the cut the cut lines in basketball are different. The cut lines are at like 96 to between 96 and 97. Okay. So, because you have only four classes in the basketball tournament as opposed to six classes in the football tournament. Okay. Just one more thing on that success factor. We were talking about basketball a little bit. Yes. We had the Culver Academy game on Saturday night. They're the defending state champs. If they win the regional this weekend, they will automatically move up next year to Class 4A hmm. based on the success factor. There's a lot of feeling around the state 
that private schools like a Culver Academy or parochial schools like a St. George Marion, there are some who feel like they should have to participate in a completely separate tournament. There are some that feel like they should automatically have to move up one class because they quote-unquote recruit. And to a certain extent, that's true. I would also say that there's open enrollment in a lot of public schools in the area. And so to a certain extent, public schools can recruit players as well. When LaSalle High School closed back in, I think it was 2002 in South Bend, Mm -hmm. suddenly the entire LaSalle team from the year before wound up at Riley. I don't think that's all because they wanted to be engineers. So, (laughs) and you can go on and on with stories of public schools doing their fair share of recruiting as well. Right. I'm not sure what the right answer is, but I always find it when people get their little holier-than-thou soapbox out and, and talk about how, oh, the private schools have such an advantage over the public schools. Yes and no. Sports Yak is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Sports Yak! Notre Dame spring football got underway on oh, Saturday. Yes, we can talk about them since they are now practicing. Exactly. And all eyes on Ian Book, the quarterback, who had a very successful year last year until he played the Clemson Tigers in the playoffs and Clemson's defense had its way with him. This just in, Clemson, pretty good. They didn't have much problem with Alabama the following week either. Does that mean that Ian Book just simply had a bad day? No, Ian Book's got to get better in a lot of ways. And one area that he talked about needing to get better is Ian Book's strategy last year on the field was avoid turnovers. That that seemed to be the mantra that he had. So he would go with the safest pass possible and, and completed a pretty high percentage. But Notre Dame found that when they play a team like Clemson, you got to be able to take risks, mm-hmm. and you got to be able to throw the ball downfield somewhat. And that was not Ian Book's strength. So that's something that he's working on here during spring ball is, you know, how can I take risks? Calculated risk. Calculated risk, knowing that the interception count may go up, mm-hmm. but also in order to beat some of these better teams, these are the kind of things that I have to do. Chase Claypool got rave reviews over the weekend for the improvement that he's been able to make. But the question is, what receivers will be with him on the field? These, And, and we detailed these things the other day during the yak. There's plenty for this team to work on during the spring. There's a lot of holes that have to be filled. To me, it was almost a split-screen weekend, though, because you had, okay, here's what Notre Dame is working on in its future. And here are the Notre Dame seniors down at the NFL Combine. It's funny because there was a video, and I retweeted it on the 46 Sports Twitter account. Somebody was in, Chase Claypool was in the Irish locker room taking video of the guys watching Miles Boykin run his 40 down at the Combine. Mm -hmm. And Boykin posted an incredibly fast time. He was moving. And... The locker room just went nuts watching him because they can appreciate that what you do in the combine 
and I've I've never understood the philosophy of this. I've never understood why doing some of these things seems to matter to NFL teams, but it does. Speed, I get. I get why speed matters. They have Miles Boyd jumping up high, jumping vertically, hitting the. I get jumping vertically. Mm -hmm. Why that matters. Doing a standing broad. When are you going to do a standing long jump on an NFL field? Mm. What what possible? Yeah, I get it. it. Shows explosiveness. I want to see the explosiveness of you going up to get the ball. I want to see the explosiveness of you running. Welcome to the podcast within the podcast. This podcast is called Rant. You're not going to do a standing broad jump on the field. It's a waste of everybody's time. Is there any other ones that are a waste? There's a lot of waste of time down there. You've been listening to Rant, the podcast within the podcast. We now resume our regular podcast. But Drew Tranquil had a very good combine, too. Apparently, his stock is rising after his performance at the combine. Showed good speed in his 40 time as well. I think he was 4.52 in the 40. How long does that last, the combine? Uh, It's done now. Done Uh, now? Yeah. And so draft day is? Draft day is not until well into April. Oh, okay. So now they sit and wait. Their agents start doing the wheeling and dealing. Notre Dame will have a pro day, so you'll have another chance to look at the Notre Dame guys. They'll All the NFL teams will send a representative to campus, and they'll watch all the Notre Dame guys go through similar things again. To me, you put on film of a guy. Guys have all played for three years. Right. You put on film of a guy, and you watch what he does in games. That's how you make a decision. Mm-hmm. But what do I know? I've never won an NFL game. Yeah, I want to drive the Zamboni. Yeah, I want to drive the Zamboni. Yes, I do. Talk a little hockey. Ted Lindsay died this morning. At the age of 93, Ted Lindsay was known as Terrible Ted for the Detroit Red Wings back in the 1940s and 50s. Helped the Wings win four Stanley Cups. His contributions off the ice, though, probably greater not only for hockey but for life. Ted Lindsay became the founder of the National Hockey League Players Association, the first union for players in the NHL, trying to advocate for Better player contracts, better player rights, uh, not playing so many games bunched together, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons the NHL season, as you asked, why does it go on so long? So players have a chance to recover so that they play better hockey when you go to plunk your money down. Ted Lindsay behind that. But he also became a tremendous fundraiser for autism-related causes. And what I find interesting is his reputation on the ice earned him the nickname Terrible Ted. And yet this guy was nothing more than a big old teddy bear. His hockey jersey hangs in the rafters at Little Caesars Arena where the Red Wings play. He is beloved. He is an icon in the city of Detroit, probably surpassed only by Gordie Howe and Steve Eiserman in terms of the respect that he's given by Detroit hockey fans, and he'll be missed up there. And then uh, when do the Cubs play? When's it When's it go time? Opening day is March 28th. They open down in Texas, fortunately. 
home opener not until April 8th for the Cubs. But here's something to ponder, Corey. Yes. This morning, what was the temperature around 8 o'clock this morning? One. One degree, which should tell you, here in Michiana, three weeks from today is opening day for high school baseball and softball. Woo! Not opening day of practice. No, 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 no. No. No, no, no. That's today. Opening day of practice is today. Opening day for the season, three weeks away. And what was the temperature today? One. One. Uno. Ein. And the Hall of Famer wonders why he's in the Hall of Fame. How many views on your video this weekend? Uh, that would be the, you'd have to keep scrolling down, and you'll have to find the video from the Warsaw game on Friday night. Keep going. Keep going. Um, The last I checked before we came in here, it was sitting at 22,500 views. There you go. That's the one. 23,002. Wow. That's had 700 views in the last hour. <laughs> Blake Marsh hitting the game-winning shot after Warsaw just passed back and forth over the top of a 1-3-1 zone from Elkhart Central. And then Marsh would get the ball, dribble in from the right side, take an off-balance right-hand shot, and get nothing but the bottom of the net to send the Warsaw faithful into delirium. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode wherever you download your podcast. Until next time, Ooga Luga. That's our show for today. Sports Yak is brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet, because big guys got to look good, too. Sports Yak is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. This is Jimmy Shorts. Until next time, sports fans. That's good. <laughs>